Okay. Okay, this is good. You can hear me now, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <clears throat> you can hear me, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Hello, and welcome to episode eight of the Bisexual Fetishist Podcast. Um, now, for episode seven, I have I had a discussion with my, the first erotic fetish artist I've had on the podcast. Um, today, my guest is another artist, um, one I've followed on DA for many years now, and does fabulous artwork, um, Piper Haley. So um, before we had an issue with the uh, first round of recording, you said that you were going on about how you first started doing your drawings. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've pretty much been drawing for ever just from a kid and everything, but I mean, everybody kind of draws as a kid. Um, but when I hit, um, high school, I started drawing kind of more anime stuff because my, my friend was really into anime stuff. I, uh, funnily enough, as you know, like a young scrappy Piper being, you know, middle school, early high school, when when fetishes really started getting in, I started drawing spanking pictures and stuff back then because that was like my first kink or whatever. And uh, I would throw them in water and tear them up. You know, they, like <laughs> I, w- I was drawing stuff that I draw now even then, you know. Uh, but then once I got to be about like 24, 25-ish, I started the current stint that I am with drawing where I got more serious about drawing. I drew way more often. I started, you know, posting these drawings online all the time and really kind of getting a following there and getting more and more interested in learning just how drawing works in general. And yeah, so that's kind of like the, uh, the, the big picture of, of drawing in general for me. Oh, that that's pretty neat. So um, how did you start like putting your stuff out there online? Like, did, did you start with DA? Or did you start somewhere else? Like getting your work out there online? That's a good question. I did start on DA. I had friends online that I role played with. And when I would, you know, a, a fun scene in the role play or, um, something that just like kind of stuck with me, I would do a little doodle of it and I'd put it on DA because most of those friends or all of those friends were online and we needed a kind of a central place that I could just post those silly little doodles I'd done. And so I had DA. That's also why my name is Piper Haley because at the time I was role-playing under the name Piper Haley. And then I moved to a different name after that. Um, And if I had started my DA then, it probably would be the different name. Uh, But I'm glad it, I'm glad it stayed Piper Haley because by the time I came back to using my DA, uh, I was so far removed from like the character I played under Piper Haley. It was fine. You know, it was completely removed and I could start using the name again. And I really like it. I really like it instead of having um, confusion with, Alana, which is the character I was role playing with at the time. You, you just actually answered my first question. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes, be, because I, I, I remember seeing Alana and I remember seeing Piper, and I'm like, wait, these two look similar. Are they the they same? Do. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Um, I like to say that uh, Piper was Alana 1.0. Okay. Uh, where she, 
the circumstances in which they lived in was completely different. But I like a kind of spunky, kind of smart mouth kind of character. Like, like that's just, I love it. You know, I just yeah. love a character that gets themselves in trouble kind of thing. Yeah, and exactly. And so Piper was that character for a while. Um, but she was younger than Alana, where I'd say Alana's like mid twenties, whereas Piper was like 18, you know, Piper was pretty young. And, uh, when I moved away from using Piper as, uh, an OC really, um, I just, I just moved it into Alana where Alana is not as spunky and smart mouthed as she is just like evil (laughs) or like like you know she kind of a lot of shit happens to her but i don't want people to feel sorry for her because she's also terrible yeah it's it's like karma almost right (laughs) yeah if bingo yeah it's like does anybody really deserve it no but alana doesn't help you feel sorry for her you know like like that kind of thing Exactly. Like you kind of feel bad, but if you know the character's history, it's like, well, technically something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. I, I wanted to bring them up because I, I saw the characters be overused a lot on your profile and mm-hmm. you know, you combined two of my favorite things, redheads and like females with glasses like that, <gasps> that that's yes. like, that would be like my main kryptonite. So that that's why I really wanted to ask you about that because when I saw that a few years back when I found your profile, I was like, "Wow, this person gets me." <laughs> yes, yes, I'm completely the same way. I love glasses, and I love red. I mean, most of my OCs are redheads of some sort. We were, my husband was teasing me about that the other day, and my friend, mm-hmm. my friend Spider, who's another artist, was teasing me about it. Um. Because he was going to draw one of the OCs. And he's like, they're all redheads. And I'm like, don't judge me. <laughs> I like redheads, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, you know, I, I always say that um, having a female character with glasses on is like a main kryptonite of mine. So yes. like, like whenever I see a portrait, like one, some of your art pieces where like she's in distress or she's helpless or something like that, like that's like, oh my God, I, I love this. I need to find more of this. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that is, um, it, do, do you have people like request seeing her more? I, um, I get a lot, like out of all of my OCs, I get a lot of commissions with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is also super well known at this point because she has been like one of my main OC for a really long time. Yeah. Um, cause I just think she's, she's just so fun to put into situations cause she's just going to be a grump and like, she thinks she's better than everybody around her while having literally no power to change the situation. And that is just so fun to draw like she's just such a fun character to have in situations and I think a lot of people really enjoy that about her is that she's just so like she doesn't get broken by the situation she's in you know she doesn't ever like exactly feel really really sorry for herself or or, like give up she's She's just waiting for her next opportunity to try to fight back again you know 
yeah, at least at least to me, she doesn't seem like your typical like damsel in distress. She seems like a really interesting, like multi-sided character. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it, I I love her. Yes, I I do too. I I was like, oh my god, when when I was going for your profile, I saw so much of her, and I was like, oh my god, I have to ask her about this character. <laughs> yeah, she she was my first. I I was always of the mind that I would never be the kind of artist with a bunch of OCs. Because I just really liked focusing on Alana and her shenanigans and everything. And now I have like 15 million OCs. So, you know, say what you will. Well, plus also, I think with the OCs, like, you know, if you draw a character or something and a lot of people love the character, of course, you're going to redraw that OC. Uh, True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So another thing that I loved about your artwork is... I'm a big fan of gnomes, and I see you use you use gnomes in your art, and I love I when do. you see it. Like I, I, I love gnomes, and the, oh the heck ones, yeah, yes, and the ones with the gnomes, I, I just love those pieces. Oh, perfect! Oh heck yeah! Oh man, that's awesome! I love the gnomes so much. There's, I, I have started. Um, adding them to like uh, I have a subscribe star which is like a patreon but yeah. um it allows for the kind of art that I make which is generally like dubious consent um or like people frowning when they're in situations and stuff like you know that kind of stuff patreon is pretty nay about they don't they don't really want the characters inside to not look like they're having fun yeah and that just ain't my jam really yeah um, that's for the most part and so um, Subscribestar is another uh, site that does allow that. It's like Patreon in that it's like a monthly subscription, but it allows, it has like looser kind of rules. Um, but I started using the gnomes as like signage and they're on my, pay, my subscribe, not my Subscribestar, my um, commission sheet and stuff. Um, but that is so cool. I'm so glad you like them. They're actually designed this way because I could not remember what an actual gnome looked like. Um, but I was well, trying with gnomes, to just, you have like, a little remember. bit of leeway, I think. <laughs> what? Yeah. With gnomes, I think you have a little bit of leeway. Like I've seen yeah, gnomes true. designed. Yeah. But but yeah, I, I was like, you know, on on t- okay, so on top of redheads, on top of glasses, on top of bondage, she has gnomes. Like I was yeah. like, th- th- this is this is so neat. That, that's what I kept thinking. Heck yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, the gnomes in the universe are... Um, uh, so the universe they're in, uh, I don't know if you're super familiar with the DSO, like my DSO universe. I do know uh, some characters in it that you've used, yeah. Yeah, yeah. DSO um, is essentially like my version of SCPs, if you're familiar with the SCP universe at all. Yeah, I am. Uh, Essentially, it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, it's like anomalous um, objects or people or places uh, that have varying levels of danger or like ability to get go crazy or like whether or not they can keep it contained or if it's something that they have to um protect the 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 public from or whatever i call them the dso's in mine 
which stands for detain, subdue, oppress. So you can kind of get the gist. But um, so the the gnomes are they their like number one goal in this universe is to get the number one hat, quote unquote, because they are like a hat based society. And so they're constantly like stealing each other's hats. If they can use it as a hat, they'll use it as a hat. Um, I do a lot of sketch. Like I did a sketch a while back that was uh, this DSO where it could cut you in half, but it was just kind of like a portal um, to both halves. And <laughs> a hat was using the feet of another hat of another gnome as a hat. Uh, and the and the top half of the the gnome was trying to wear his own legs as a hat. You know, the, like just silly silly things like that. They see the characters that have horns as wearing hats, and so they'll listen to them and try to steal their hats. Or like they have like some kind of like hierarchy in characters that don't have horns and don't wear hats. They don't. They barely see them. They're just kind of like silhouettes in the world or whatever. Yeah, that that's um. At first, I thought they were elves, but then I looked at them closely and I was like, okay, they're definitely gnomes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the big nose. Yeah. Um, so let's see what else. Can I... um, okay, so the next thing that I have is um, you do a lot of different scenarios that I saw throughout your artwork. Um, do you have like, one scenario in your art that you love to use that's your favorite personally oh that that is quite the question yeah i know that's hard um, to answer <laughs> yeah because it also kind of like changes i i would definitely say goofy or maybe of. like top five maybe there we go yeah we can do that yeah i'll, I'll give you like the top ones that i like yeah uh, i like kind of goofy scenarios where um you know, if you look at like Kinktober, those are kind of the ones I will come up with just for fun. You know, oh yeah, I love the goofy... Kinktober ones. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's that is like the biggest chunk of my own personal art that happens. I'm I'm really trying to get better about drawing just my own personal stuff that I really like, um, just in general. But yeah, so goofy kind of stuff um i really really like peril stuff um um you know somebody sinking in quicksand or being tied up in a marsh or or tied up in a in woods or um like getting buried alive like the in, the actual oh yes i saw that buried alive one um yes, it, it was the one where you put a girl in a box it. Uh, with with her kicking up the uh, the top of it. No, this was one where the box was open and the person was being buried, and there were bugs inside of it a little bit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That particular commissioner gets a lot of stuff kind of tangentially connected to that kind of like fear and helpless. It's it's the fear and the helplessness and the the yeah. being unable to kind of stop the situation. You have no control in the situation and and it and it's not good news like you it's bad you have no control over the i love those that just chef kiss yeah because i was thinking of like you know i think of that sometimes and i see no art with that or anything else and i saw that and i was like wow this is something that i thought of as a scenario and i never seen anyone else do oh that's 
cool. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff I really like. Like I, I like um, drawing bondage in general. It can go from, you know, bondage pinup to just like real perilous kind of bondage is more a tool than the goal. Uh, and where I personally fall on the spectrum is closer to the bondage is a tool and not the goal kind yeah. of like um, area. I, I, and I like non-con. So n any kind of situation where the person's kind of being forced into a situation they don't like or um, uh, they are, you know, bound and they can't, they can't stop it. Or, you know, like I, there, there are pictures with very little bondage that I really liked working on because of the overarching theme of being in, unable to stop it. Like that, that was more important to me than the bondage part of it. Yeah. Which I think is the overall thing that people who love like bondage artwork love about it is that there's nothing that the person and the art piece can do to stop it at least from my yeah. perspective heck yeah <laughs> yes and um also i i see sometimes you use pop culture characters in your art too because um now when i was little i grew up watching the big comfy couch and i found your art piece of lunette and molly and and it, it it makes sense to me because I always thought that Molly was kind of a tad annoyed by her. So your <laughs> art piece always makes sense that she would do that. That's something that I could see her doing. <laughs> oh my god, I love Lunette. I my okay. So the thing is, I am not an ideas person. I have a really hard time coming up with ideas. Like I can know kind of who I want in the picture. Yeah. But I can't go any farther than that. Like I in my own, you know, creative mind, it's just I get I get roadblocked by by everything else in the in the picture. It's like I I don't really know where to go. But when mm -hmm. somebody else drops me like a droplet of like a setting or a base idea, I I can fly off with that. Like let me get you give me the idea and I'm gone, you know? Um and I think that that the one that you're talking about because i've done like one or two lunette pictures but i want to do more i think i love her so much as a character um yes. and i love clowns like cl i love the aesthetic of clowns like they, i just think they're super cute um and and lunette is obviously a clown yeah you, you and did i really one, like molly you did one of a doll too that looked like a clown yeah, I, I've done it. I've done a handful. Um, for one Kinktober, uh, one of the like kind of tongue in cheek, like, you know, nods to the audience or whatever was I tried to fit in as many clown things as I could just like, mm -hmm. off to the side, like, you know, I, I had one where it was like a clown with, you know, balloons all around him that you had to pop. And then I did like a closet that somebody was tied in with a bunch of clown dolls around them. And yeah, trying to find the Molly one or not the Molly, the uh, looking at my DA now trying to find it yeah that's what I'm doing right now I have your DA up and I'm looking through some of these <laughs> um but it it made the lunette and Molly one made sense because when I watched it as a kid it seemed like Molly would always be annoyed by her so yes. that that art piece makes sense because you know she's finally 
taking care of what she's been annoyed <laughs> right with. she's like finally yes but one thing i loved about molly is that she always spoke through little um little like pictures like it would have like a little or like she'd be have like a thought bubble and it'd be like a tree or it'd be whatever she was thinking it would be in that thing i've actually um taken inspiration from that and one of my ocs actually just speaks in like pictures like that yeah um because i just i love that idea of storytelling through kind of having to interpret what they're saying even if other characters are kind of there to kind of tell you what it is that they're thinking or you know like interpret i just put a couple of the um lunette pictures yeah i i i'm seeing them now it's uh yeah, the second one you put in, I don't remember seeing this one. Uh, the the one where the dust bunnies have her tied up yes. and the I I forget the character's name, but the guy who delivered her mail. Yeah, I don't remember his name now, but um, I one thing I like about clowns. So okay, I have a clown OC as well, um, because I love just the absolute buffoonery that clowns bring to an idea. Like yes. You know, you can tie people up with with air, like with um the balloons. You can make a living balloon animal. You know, you <laughs> you can make little little um stuffed animals do crazy things, or or make a mime box around someone, or mime rope and tie someone up. They just you know they just add this level of like Looney Tunes to to an idea, and I just love it. Like I said, I really like Goofy kind of silly premises as well yeah and that that just hits mm -hmm. it right on the nose oh yeah exactly it it takes something like like it takes something that's going to be dark because it's you know like bondage and stuff like that but it adds kind of like a lighter element to it yeah yeah it it definitely um yeah because i saw that and i was like wow this is something that i and again it's something that i always thought of when i was younger when i would watch it and it's like wow it's like someone read my brain (laughs) oh that's awesome heck yeah maybe because like you know and i'm sure the show was designed this way but um you know I would watch it and I would always feel bad for molly because there were moments where i'm like yeah she's kind of crazy Molly, you're the only one with. I mean, she she's around a bunch of clowns, so to be fair, but yeah, Molly was always like more the adult one kind of quote unquote, whereas Molly's like this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's so I I was like, wow, that that is, yeah. Um, trying to think what else did I have? Yeah, I would um, love to do a uh, her stretching at the clock or whatever picture um oh yes that one because i mean that kind of writes itself you know but i i just don't know how may i i haven't figured it out yet i the the cog maybe, maybe like stick it at some one. kind of time and saying like you know how they always say with drinking it's five o'clock somewhere or something <laughs> like true maybe, maybe, true i maybe I pick like a time of alana being stuck on a uh splits machine yeah so maybe something like that i don't know you know just I just think that could be a fun, uh, a fun um, idea. 
Yeah. Um, do Do you also do other like pop culture references as well with characters from like pop culture? I do. I do sometimes. Um, I, funnily enough, I have a really hard time drawing fan art um, of characters I really liked growing up, like Kim Possible um, or yeah. like the spies from Totally Spies. Because oh, I. Oh, yeah, Clover, Sam, uh, and Alex. Yes, yeah, I wanted to be these people. <laughs> oh, it, it, I probably look at it differently because I am. A woman you know I, I i was a girl watching these these girls just like fucking kick ass and just whoo like just go and beat these people up and i'm like yes yes i want to freaking be you uh and so now looking back i have so much like emotional attachment to these characters it's hard for me to think of them in like a kinky way because they just <laughs> I did. I look at them through like my fifteen-year-old eyes because it just you know that's just how I saw them. Yeah. Um, but I love seeing other people's drawings of them, and I want to make my own drawings of them. I just can't think of them. So when I do occasionally draw those characters, it's usually because someone commissioned it or somebody came up with an idea I couldn't refuse. You know, like it, it was just such a fun idea. I was like, I I have to draw this. Like, I would love to come up with a Shigo Kim kind of idea, but then it's just, I get so lost in the sauce of of canon, yeah, that I can't break free of it and do just a silly idea or just do a like kinky idea because it's just I'm stuck. Yeah, um, I, I do I some like some memes. Like, I I watch a lot of TikTok sometimes, and uh, there was like this meme of you know, this is what your smile looks like. And this is what uh, my natural smile looks like. And it was very clearly like unnatural smile where they like put a bunch of wrinkles in their face by contorting their muscles just right. I drew that picture, like different memes I'll draw, but they end up not going up on DA or anything. They might get up on my Twitter, <laughs> but that's pretty much it. I, I'm yeah. trying to get better at, at posting them different places. I just recently added a, a um, work in progress room to my discord for subscribers so they can see my um, my works in progresses as I make little doodles and stuff during the day or during the uh, streams and stuff. Yeah, that that's pretty neat. Uh, let's see if I can. Yeah, I'm, I'm, go I'm going through my uh, my DA right now to see a, a lot of the like recognizable characters if you know they're from pop culture almost all of them are from um commissions of one way or another yeah i like think I, I a picture of yeah. uh what's her name the dog from animal game fuck keep thinking louise it's not louise so uh, i Isabel. don't um Isabel getting your feet tickled Oh yes, I did join your Discord. It, it's the Piper Pandas that one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Piper's Panda Palace or something like that. Okay, yeah, I did. I did join that. I, I know I did the Kingtober one for 2022. I know that. Oh, nice! Heck yeah. Yeah, I I liked I liked the Discord for the Kingtober one because we were able to vote on stuff. I didn't vote on every single one, but I voted on a few of them. Yeah. Yeah, I I like I like to open things up as polls a lot. Um I'm not I'm not, you know, 
know I don't know what I'm doing. So <laughs> yeah. having input from people who are going to be affected by decisions I make, I, I just would rather get a group, you know, at least people to get their voices out. I know polls aren't perfect because if you vote on something that's not very popular, like you're just kind of out of luck. And I understand how frustrating that can be. Um, but, you know, that's it, I, it, it's the same reason I do raffles for a lot of things. Well, it's like, yeah, the question that I know, have, I want though, everybody to kind of have a an even footing. The question yeah. I have, though, is when when how long would the deadlines be for voting for the Kingtober stuff? Because a lot of the stuff I never paid attention to sometimes. And by the mm -hmm. time I wanted to vote, the voting was already done. Ah, uh, um, can you give me an example of, of one of the polls that had come up? I don't have a very good memory. I can't remember any of the polls. But I remember I tried to vote on something on one of the last days and I kept seeing people saying, oh, yeah, this was a lot of fun doing this. And I was like, wait, you mean it's over? Ah, uh, yeah, fair. Um, usually. OK, so the the general like timeline I go with um, Kinktober stuff is I give out um, I start in like August for people to volunteer words to go on the list then in september september 1st the list goes out and then october 1st the kinktober the kinktober officially starts mm -hmm. and if you are able to get all 31 of the days done um you can start in september like you don't have to start specifically in october but that's the yeah. first day that you can actually post it you know Okay. If you get everything done by the 31st, you can, um, you get put in a raffle that then you can win a, a, an assortment of prizes. Just, just you it, know, just as, as yeah. a fun kind of like, you did it, you know, like I know getting through all 31 days is tough. I, I it's 100% tough. Here's like kind of a, like a little pat on the shoulder for getting through it, you know, other than just like, your own personal like satisfaction or whatever is it just for like artwork or is it also for like literature too it's for literature as well okay because that, uh, that's my area of expertise it has to ha yeah it, it has to have the word okay in it um you know like if the word is uh helpless for example you know i i, I don't know what it'll be right but the word is helplessness or something Something you have to get a, the word or or as close to the word as possible in the first chapter or whatever because we have you know we, there's a lot of writers in the yeah. October group, um, which is awesome. You know, there's not a whole lot of like there's NaNoWriMo, but there's from what I've seen there's not a ton, and people really seem to like coming into Kinktober and writing, and that's awesome. Uh, but we had some people asking this last year if they could make like part twos and stuff or like. Um, we had a word limit because there's only a few of us trying, trying to moderate, you know, it's, we need help, you know, or not, we don't need help, but it, like, don't make it super, super crazy long. Cause we had people being like, I mean, this one, 30,000 words or whatever. And it's really? Like, oh my God. This. Oh my lot. God. What are you doing? Yeah. It's, and every one of them was longer than the last. And it's like, I am so glad that you're being inspired, but whoa that's a lot to read and we have like a hundred to read you know 
Yeah, that that, um, that is a lot. Yeah, and one every day from these people, you know. It's cool, but like, whoa, you know. So we made it where you had to, in the first, like, chunk of whatever, how many words uh, was the limit, which I don't remember off the top you, of my head. Do you create, like, um, I, I know another artist on DA, mm-hmm. they do a... <sighs> they do something similar like uh, a kinktober fetish or something it's called and what he does is he creates a group for that particular month and year like mm-hmm. like if it's if it's like a fetish tober like 2022 he he create a group specifically for that and that's where you would place everything they do do you create like a separate group to where you can formulate all these together? I do. Um, on DA, we have groups for every year that I've been a part of helping out doing, and maybe even the year before. The first year I even found out about Kingtober, there was a guy on DA called Monte Cristo. Um, yes, yeah. Yeah, and he, he started it. And I, I'm a huge fan of his stuff, like, I, I, I always was in his comments, you know, talking to him and we, we became real friendly and um, he did this and I was like, this is so cool. I love this. And so I joined the first one. I found it so fun and so inspiring. The one that I and, found was um, uh-huh. his name went by cab fetish or something. Uh, I think that sounds familiar. I may, C-A-B. I may have heard those people. Yeah. 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 C-A-B. He's no yeah, longer on DA. At least. What, the, really? Well, Okay, he, here's the story. Um, okay. He said he was leaving, and I sent him a long note saying, please stay, and he blocked uh-huh. me. <gasps> oh, my um, God. But but here's the thing. I didn't know he blocked me. I thought his account just, you know, he just deleted it. Oh. But one time, I had to open up a DA link in another browser that I wasn't logged into. Yeah. And it sent me to his profile. And he was updating it regularly. Oh my god! So that told rude. me that he blocked me. So. Yeah, no kidding. I, you're like, no, please don't leave, and he's like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's um, freaking rude. But I found out from someone else. Like, I I don't know if he's semi-retired or if he's even still alive now because this was this was close to ten years ago. Okay. So I I I, I don't know. But he, he used to do like um he, he used to call it like Inktoberfest or something like that. And it, it it would be so creative and, and I don't know. How crazy. Yeah. I I mean, I love the idea of challenges. Like I I love them at at the time that I did Kinktober the first time, I think I had already I had um also done a um like a strapado challenge which was just a week long where you just did like seven pictures of people in strapado and i found that i thought that was really interesting i there was also a like um pillory challenge where you tried to draw people in pillories um if you go like way back in my gallery you can see them uh and they don't really look like they were part of a challenge altogether uh, because I, I tried to mix it up as much as possible. Like, um, if you find the one where Alana is in, um, like, a lion pit and there's, like, a thumbs down coming from the side, that was part of the pillory challenge. Because she's, like, trying to fight this lion with a pillory around her neck. 
It's funny you mentioned that because I just went to the page that has that on. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's like four of them or five of them that are just all pillories. Oh, no. There's uh, four, five, six. There is seven. It's just I tried to mix up how the pillory was done and all of all of the different ones so they didn't all look just like regular old pillories. Yeah. It... And they must have all had different words. But yeah, um, I love that stuff. Like, I just can't do it as much anymore because it, uh, most of my time is spent trying to get Patreon rewards done and commissions done. Yeah. But I love it. And so that really inspired me to work with Monty the second year. And so he did 15 words and, or he did 16 words and I did 15 words. Uh, and I took those word suggestions from my patrons at the time. And since then, I've just been kind of doing it on my own and kind of adding in things uh, here and there. What's the significance of the panda? I'm seeing a panda a lot. Um, I love pandas. Uh, they're my favorite okay. animal. Um, and when I first started, like when I came back to being Piper Haley again, as you know, kind of my creator name and everything, um, I wanted to make an avatar for myself that wasn't the OC Piper Haley. Um, because I thought that that just was like way too confusing. And I didn't want people to um, want to get very many commissions of me in the picture. You know, it's it, like, it's fine every once in a while. So that's why I made her like, just this like chibi panda. Because sure, if you get a picture of the chibi panda in your picture, like it's going to instantly like cartoonify the picture a little more. And I'm, and I'm yeah. more, more comfortable with that as, you know, me being in a picture. Um, so that's why she's just kind of this, this goofy little like chibi panda character. But I love pandas. I collect pandas. Um, I have so many panda things in my house. Um, so it just kind of, you know, it's like, why not make it a panda? I already really love pandas. I, I, I get that because I love platypuses and I have oh a lot my of platypus gosh, things. Because uh-huh. I, I love, um, like, I'm sure you know Phineas and Ferb and Perry the Platypus. Yes. Like, uh, you know, one, one of my favorite characters is Heinz Dubenschmerz, and I get, like, a lot of Perry things from my sister-in-law. <laughs> oh, I love that. All yeah. right, can I take a quick break? I need to use the restroom. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, Thanks. Just like. Okay, so where were we before? Um, you were talking about different. We were talking about fan art, right? Oh, yeah, I think we were. Yeah, we we went off on some kind of thing with one of your characters. <laughs> that that uh, checks out. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Um, I do like to do like Scooby-Doo characters. I had yeah, I picture... saw you did Daphne and Velma. Yeah, Daphne and Velma, <clears throat> a big, big fans. Um, I am currently, uh, I did your character here for my subscribers uh, last month, and I'm just finishing it up this month. Um, and it has Velma in it, and I'm very excited. Awesome. Yeah, especially since you don't see a lot of Velma. It's, you see tons of Daphne, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Another question that I had was based off, um, I've seen your commission sheets. Yeah. And I kind of have like a um, question about that. Sure. Um, 
with the commissions, like I understand that as artists, you know, your time is valuable and stuff like that. And that's why you have certain prices, but um, would you be open to say, if say someone wanted like payment options, like say, um, say I wanted like a full illustration of two characters, like that would be around like 150. So like, would you be open to two payments of like, say $75? Generally, it depends on if I have a relationship with this person beforehand. If they have gotten a commission before, or if I recognize them from communicating with me, um, yeah, I, I'm totally good with that. Generally, I would take the first payment um, when I got the idea yeah. kind of thing, or when I know I'll be working on it, because uh, they're they're. I have a list of to do, and then depending on if you're a subscriber, at what tier subscriber you are, um, if it's a reward or if it's a commission, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you get prioritized on my to-do list, right? When I know I'm going to be working on, on your piece, for example, I would let you know, I would clarify that, you know, what it was exactly you wanted, and then I would take the first payment. And then once I got the sketch done for it, I would take the rest of the payment since that's usually when I take all of the payment. Um, okay. I recently had somebody who couldn't do half and half, but they were able to like break it down into four. Um, and so we were able to do that. Like I, I'm totally flexible. Um, I just won't finish the picture until I'm paid in full. Okay. So so like if I give you an idea for one and it's 150, if I pay you the 75 in say April, you probably won't get it fully done till May when I give you the other 75. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I have had scenarios where I um, have gotten a picture done and haven't gotten paid for it yet or haven't gotten it all the way paid for it yet. And it's like, yeah. This is no good. <laughs> okay, because you know, when, like I, I don't yeah. love that. Yeah, because when I saw your like information on your commissions, like as someone who needs to save their money, it's like, wow, that's high. But then I yeah, see I mean, the no quality kidding. of your work. I'm like, okay, that's kind of worth it though, considering the quality. I you know. that. Like, like it, it, yeah, I, I totally yeah. understand it. it. It's a big splurge, especially. Um, with the way money is now, like the economy and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, it, that's a very good question. I tend to not um, broadcast that that is something available because it's a lot to keep up with, with oh, depending okay. on how many people that are wanting to do it. Um, but yeah, on a case by case basis, I'm I'm totally flexible. All uh, okay. of the rules I have are are can be up for discussion depending on like what it is like I, I do need all the payment by the time I am working on finishing it but like I said I'm totally willing on on working around or um you know setting up partial payments or whatever okay yeah because I, I'm thinking of like someone like me you know like 150 is steep but two payments yeah. of 75 that, that's no problem for me yeah especially like after a a paycheck you know or, or sometimes people will hold off paying until 
you know, that next Friday or something because yeah. they need to get their paycheck. And then I can adjust when I'm working on it to kind of go around um, the payment plan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that does make sense to me. Like I get paid every second Wednesday of the month. Like I just got paid today. So um, like, like if I got a commission, I could give you the 75 and then, you know, it would be like another month until you see the ever half of the 75. Yeah. Yeah. And th- that's totally fine. Um, it, As long as everything has been discussed and agreed upon and kind of planned out in advance, it's good. It's Gucci. Okay. Then I can put it on my side on, you know, I, I try to stay pretty organized on my side. Um, when my, when I met my husband and he saw how disorganized I was when it first started, he came in and he revamped everything for me. So now I have not only, you know, a to-do list that's super, like I said, it, it auto prioritizes. And in that I can say, you know, partially paid and say how much it was you know, I got from that and how much I should be getting in the end. And then I also have a monthly schedule where I schedule out everything I'll be working on that month and when to try to keep myself figured out and uh, in my workload figured out. So that kind of thing is I know I won't be working on yours, for example, for a few weeks. Yeah. So I would put it lower in the list, lower in the priority priorities, but partially paid, for example. Uh, okay. That, that sounds reasonable. Yeah, because I was looking at that and I was like, I have to ask her about that because it makes sense, but I also was kind of confused about it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I I hope that that uh, yeah was straightforward. Um, and another thing that I've noticed, um, um, talking about like pop culture references and all that stuff, I saw the one where you have the "Don't hug me, I'm scared" <gasps> characters. Yes, not all of them, but some of them. Like I, I am speaking of like pop culture references. I'm a big fan of the "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared" universe. Me too. So I love it. Yes, I love it. So, so it, it it was neat to see like Red Guy and Duck, um, the one where where you're in the straight where your character's in a straight jacket. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah that that was really neat. Oh my gosh, I love "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared." Love, love, love. I have watched them so many times i anybody i know who hasn't seen them i'm like we're watching them right now um i used a vpn in order to watch the new series <laughs> um on channel four i oh man i just love them i recently did a picture for um one of my commissioners and friends um is really into like crazy girls, like straight jackets, uh, drooling, just lobotomy, you know, like j- just the whole like asylum crazy girl yeah. thing. And which works really well with, uh, you know, Huggy Wuggy or um, the Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared universe. Yep. Yeah, and it does. so, uh, and we also have a new character named Faye and she's a dragon girl. And so dragons have hordes. And so she hoards pop culture stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, A, she hoards like Star Wars stuff and like predominantly Jar Jar Binks stuff. Uh, Because she just loves Jar Jar because I thought it would be funny if she just loved like the character everybody hates. 
Um, yeah. And also don't hug me. I'm scared stuff. She loves it. it, which is my own way of getting out my nerdiness for don't hug me. I'm scared, you know. Um, I recently did a picture where I put as many references as I could behind her. Yeah, it it goes back to like the the pop culture references that I was talking about earlier, like of stuff that I've seen that I don't see a lot out there. And it's like, it's nice to see that kind of stuff out there. Because it, you know, it's stuff you think about. And then it's like, why isn't anyone doing anything about it? And, you know, I see something like, you know, a, a piece like yours. And I'm like, wow, someone thinks the same way I do. Well, heck yeah. I, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that being pop culture reference, but you're totally right. That's yeah, so it's, fun. Well, I love that. Yeah. Well, I, I assume it's a pop culture reference. Like, um, you, you know, a friend of, well, not a friend, but um, trying to remember. There's a film theorist on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. He always says, like, welcome to film theory. Uh, and, yeah. and he does a lot of don't hug me, I'm scared film theories. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I see the one you just sent because you have the two creepy twins there, too. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. They scared me the fuck out. Oh, I my know, God. They were so creepy. I loved them. I loved them. They were terrible. That whole episode was super creepy. Yes, it was the family one. It was so I, I was like, oh, my God, this is. Uh. Yeah. Like, like whoever made that episode knew what they were doing. Oh my goodness, you're not kidding. Yeah, I also um like alluded to, um, oh crap, the the game Elden Ring. I alluded to Elden Ring in one of the pictures oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, de- definitely. My husband was playing Elden Ring at the time. We were watching people play Elden Ring. Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking through my my DA now, trying to find a different pop culture references that aren't just like characters that i've drawn i see you use goblins one time yeah i mean i i i you know i really like the little goblins too um they originated from my first commissioned comic that i'd ever gotten um they originated from that because they were uh attacking a like victorian alana where she kind of had kind of historical-esque kind of dress on and stuff and they attacked her and like stripped her naked and then like pulled her out of the house you see that Um, that would be curious to me because i i'm also into like i'm a big history nerd uh uh-huh but that would also appeal to something like me too because that's something that i don't see a lot also i like um vintage fashion especially like victorian ish esque area um i watch um youtubers online that are really into like historical dress and i think that's super cool but uh i can guarantee you this is not going to be uh accurate (laughs) because it was just kind of like okay high high neck color and stuff I'll, i'll try to see if i can find it though while i'm talking um but this this comic took me forever to finish uh, cause I was just completely overwhelmed. I had never, like I said, I had never done a comic really, especially a commission comic, which, um, I really wanted to put my best into, um, because it was a, you know, it's a commission. I don't, I don't want to just kind of half-ass the commission. Yeah. But, which but, is whoa, understandable. That was, <laughs> that was a lot, uh, right at beginning. Um, okay. So I'll send 
And this is kind of where they started. I, I love them because they're just goofy. You know, like I said, I love like goofy little characters. It's like they can be intimidating and a little bit of a menace. Um, but they're also tiny little like goofy goblins. Yeah, that they they do resemble that. That's pretty neat. I love them. Yeah, and, and this would be like maybe like mid or high Victorian type. Yeah, 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 I, I yeah. I'm very much inspired by it, but not not perfect because it. I didn't look look up any references, like I said, so it was just kind of um, what I could remember. But yeah, it was definitely uh, inspired by, and I thought that that was really fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm just sending you the the whole comic. So not organized. So who is Monty? Monty is Monty Cristo, the uh, the one that started the Kinktober that I was talking about. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Then, then, then the picture that I just found makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what what picture was it? Uh, the uh, Monty will finish. You know the. Oh yeah, the Kinktober picture. Yeah, it says false. He will quit halfway through. <laughs> yeah, that was also a reference to the meme of um, Dwight from The Office. That, oh, that meme yes, yeah. where it was like false. It is not going to happen, or what you know, whatever the meme, whatever he was saying, wasn't right. Yeah, de- I uh, referenced it with uh, with that. Not that it was great because um, it's a drawing, not the. Uh, not the actual yeah meme itself and, um, but it was a, it was kind of a common um meme that he never finished kinktober which is one reason i took over half of it the second year because i was like you don't even finish the words can i give some of the words and he was like yeah we'll do well, that that also kind of makes sense though because you know we have like alternate lives so mm-hmm. uh i mean so, yeah so- i don't blame anybody for not getting kinktober done it is a slog. It, yeah, it is. I, I I remember when I did it. This, this was so many years back. I, I forget when. I uh-huh. think I made it through like halfway through. I think like day thirteen or fourteen. I just stopped. <laughs> yeah, it's incredibly difficult. Uh, that's one reason I like to give the words out a month early, so that people with real lives can. Or, you know, people who don't want to spend all of October, I should say, can get stuff done beforehand. Like, for instance, I get stuff done beforehand because I can't spend all of a month only working on Kinktober. You know, I, I yeah, I have to get other work done. Um, so I end up doing about half in September and then the other half in October. Yeah, I, I remember one one year I, I did. I did something um, with a previous one that I told you about and I didn't get it done until like the first week of November and I posted it there. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that works too. Uh, yeah. Try telling I mean, the, the important part is that it's making you think outside the box. It's kind of stirring up creativity and, and if it, and also gets you more used to doing a little bit every day. I think that is the biggest um take away from doing something like kinktober it's less 
the getting everything done specifically in the timeline like like it it's set up that way for a reason but that's not the end all be all of the reason to do it it's also just nice to have an excuse to to do a little bit of drawing or do a little bit of writing every day when you're not used to doing writing very often or exactly. drawing very often yeah sorry so, i don't know if you can hear that playing so so I see one of the goblins has a mohawk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that's yeah, pretty neat. Hell yeah. I mean, much like the um, the gnomes, is I, I don't want any of them to like just kind of melt into each other. Like I, I want them to have their own little personality look, you know, like like some of them have ponytails, some of them have like barely any hair at all. There's one with like a mohawk. You know, it just make them look different enough that if they move around the room, you'll know you can follow them, you know, with your eye. Yeah. And, and the character that they have with them is Piper. That's Alana. Alana. Oh, okay. It's just it, Alana with uh, her hair in a different style. Yeah. Cause I'm yeah, seeing, Piper I'm like, okay, the that's... character has like panda ears. Oh, okay. Okay. That's That's a good way to like, keep it keep in mind by this point i had pretty much stopped drawing piper unless she was specifically like pointed out i did some like ask the oc things and people asked her a couple of questions yes i I saw that those are pretty neat thank you i think it was getting less and less clear where the divide was though and so that's when i just kind of retired her it's like you know what I don't really, it, it's just kind of a random character. I'm I'm not going to keep hold of her. Like, I prefer to draw Alana. I prefer people to just kind of focus on Alana instead of Piper because they won't, I, or I still get people wondering if I am Alana. Like if Alana is a self-insert and it's like, I am not Alana. Okay. Yeah. Because that's what I was thinking a few months back. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, 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 I get reasonable to think that she's a self-insert since she was kind of like the first big OC and all that kind of stuff. But I always thought not. it was like she an is... alter ego. That's what I fair. thought. I, yeah, fair enough. It, it, she just is an OC. She uh, is just terrible. And I love her, but she is not me. Uh, it did not help that a lot of the signage I would do would have Alana as like the person drawing and stuff. Like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But it is just not, you know, that's another reason why I kind of changed the way I used. Um, that's, that's why I made the panda to be like, we're different. There's a differentiation here. Yeah. And you can actually see the difference, too, with the panda. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's OK. So, so does that mean you won't do like commissions of like one of the two? I've done commissions with with Panda Piper in it. Um, it's just is it's just generally a little more goofy than like a picture with Alana in it, for example. Well, no, um, I, I'm not like, talking about the panda. I'm talking about like you know using both Alana and Piper in the same. I mean, I would do it like if somebody wanted to get a picture of Piper, uh, the character, and Alana together. I would do it. Uh, I don't have any like hard, fast rules that no, she doesn't exist anymore. You can never get another picture of her. If somebody really liked the design, sure. I don't care. I'll I'll do it. 
But as far as, you know, am I going to count this person as an OC of mine? Am I going to encourage people to get anything? Um, I, I kind of consider her just like a character of a show I'm not a fan of, you know, like if, if somebody wants to get a, a, a picture of a show I'm not super fond of, or if it's, you know, just a, a something I haven't watched, I'm not going to say they can't get it because I it's not my per- personal favorite character or something. That's fine. Like if somebody really likes Piper, the OC, sure, I'll do another picture with her. But if left up to my own devices, I may try to encourage a different character. What if someone combines like both characters? I mean, they're already kind. Like, I'm not sure. The only thing that would combine them is if Alana suddenly sprouted panda ears. Well, well, no, I'm talking about like, okay, say that I want a commission from you. And like, I want like, like I'd give you like $150 for a full illustration of both Alana and Piper, like, you know, like, you know, um, helpless somewhere, uh-huh. yeah. you know, like, like, would you say yes to that? Or would it be like, well, I wouldn't do both those characters combined. You mean like combined isn't in, in the same picture? Yeah. In the same picture. Yeah. I, I could do that. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be fine. Oh, oh Okay. So so it's not that you're totally saying no to the character it's just you're using less of her. Well, it's it's less I would not make a a picture of her of my own volition. Like when I'm thinking of ideas for pictures for myself, she will never cross my mind. Like she's kind of just a retired old OC. Like I've other retired OCs that just I never, they never really caught footing or, you know, I just kind of moved past wanting to use them much like the Piper character. But if somebody was like, man, I loved this character. I want to get this person commissioned. I'll draw it. Like it, it's not like I'm, you know, opposed to this character ever crossing my eyes ever again or something. It's just personally, am I going to draw that just for my own funsies no i'm not going to draw it for my own funsies okay yeah yeah that makes sense. you know what i mean okay that makes sense because i because i knew some artists where they kept drawing a certain character for years and then they got tired of it and even if someone asked them for the character they would get so upset (laughs) interesting fair i i have noticed over uh just discussing things with other artists and stuff i think it's really fun to like kind of see how um different artists like like differ from others like I just think it's fun like what one artist likes another one hates or like you know some some artists like just being like do anything you want for my commission and then other people want a very detailed explanation of what they want for their commission or something it's just interesting to see how personalities uh bump up against other personalities when it comes to something like getting commissions or whatever do you do you have people like wanting to add themselves into the artwork um somewhat um i generally have more people wanting to get other people they know or that they've um yeah but i'm saying like outside of your ocs like well they yeah so so they'll so they'll ask about like putting like a friend or something in the art piece. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I know I have one uh, commissioner that comes by that will get 
um like his barber he'll yeah. he'll he has pictures of his barber and he'll be like can you draw her in this situation and i'm like sure i know some artists are really against doing like real people um i i'm not so much i don't really care as much about that um my art style is not i, I don't carry likeness super well in my art style so yeah. even if they were to somehow randomly run across the picture i did of them they're not going to know it was them exactly you know um i've done a picture i did a picture uh around fourth of july last year i think um or memorial day some some like american big american holiday um and he wanted his wife drawn um it was like a foot heavy picture and so like foot fetish heavy picture and so uh he had me draw her on the bed with her feet towards the camera or whatever and um and that was fine to, you know I, i'm good with that like i said it doesn't carry likeness well but i'm totally willing to do it that's generally what i get instead of hey can you draw me it's more like hey can you draw my partner hey can you draw this friend of mine hey can you draw this um the supermodel that i like i had somebody the other day try to uh that pretended they were a a supermodel like they were oh, like boy. here's a picture of me was this picture good did that picture work of me a supermodel yeah, seriously picture. yeah it was like one of uh. the models from i guess not super but one of the models from like the price is right or something like like oh, some kind okay. of like like, okay. model yeah. from one of those you know yeah. I, I i don't remember exactly what it was from or who it was or anything exactly off the top of my head but i was like this, this looks like she's standing on a stage and this also doesn't look like a selfie yeah that, and also that if doesn't... i was this lady and i was this like just naturally pretty or, or like you know if I, I wouldn't send this picture because it's like from a bad angle or something you know exactly like, yeah, it was clearly like a, a picture taken from somebody else with bad lighting. And she kind of looked like a little like surprised she was getting her picture taken or like annoyed or something. And so I was like, this, this is not, this isn't you. You're not, you're not this lady, but whatever. I'll get this picture done and then just call it a day. Like, okay. Yeah, that's. So, you know, word from the, word from the artist. I don't, I, and I even like made it clear. It's like, I don't mind if you use a real person to, to give me reference. That's cool. That's fine. I don't mind it, but Lord have mercy. Don't pretend it's you because I may need more reference than the, than just the forward face pictures. Yeah. You know, like I had, I had no pictures of her, like what her body looked like. I had to like actively try to get these pictures. I like reverse Googled to try to find what actress or whatever, who she was. I found her and was able to find some body, body shots to like figure out what kind of body she had. And it's like, you're, you, you've made this so much more difficult than it needed to be. And yeah, I wouldn't that... have judged you anyway. You know, it's not like you're saving anything. We can even keep doing the role play of this being you. I just need, I just need references. Yeah, exactly. Um, plus, I, I doubt if you actually do like a real person. Like, uh, I'm sure you can get their likeness like a hundred percent, right? Yeah, I, I just, you know, my my style is pretty cartoony, so exactly. It, uh, 
it's it's very much so not not a likeness kind of thing i i you just kind of get you know how like an anime it's like they really just change because their hair and like outfit and you know yeah. size changed or something it's kind of that same kind of thing I, i'll change the body uh but face wise you know i try my best but you know all the, the face will not look like a real human's face it'll look like a cartoon face okay yeah that that does make sense and and plus i think it's good because it protects you and the commissioner i think true yeah very true because I, I i've heard stories of people like they they want something done either in writing or of an art piece and the person that they had the person do um they just randomly find the da account and they're like wait is that supposed to be me you know like i've heard horror stories yeah yeah no kidding so you know with not using a full likeness I, i can understand that because if that stuff would happen and it does happen that's not going to be good. Yeah. And, you know, it's more of a, a nod to the person who got it. Like, they know who it is. But even if somebody who just knew the person found it, they wouldn't be like, oh, this is Sally from the bakery or something. You know, they would be like, oh, cool, a blonde or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. They're, they're not, they, no one who knows that person will know it's them either. You know, it's it's just kind of there. It's just kind of of a cartoon character it's just a random kind of design exactly yes um so was there anything else you would like to discuss about your art um let me go to my list and make sure uh i i do want to say that um a lot of the plans that i have for future stuff because a lot of the stuff that i post now um it's just mostly commission or reward stuff yeah. Um I have an, an almost 7 pictures a day, like 7 pieces of content a, a day, a week going out right now. Um 6 regularly and Wednesdays being my kind of like lore day or my DSO day where I try to put OC pictures out or at least lore information out. Um yeah. and that's kind of like the plans for the future. Um I have recently figured out that I want to do more DSO comics and especially like little chibi comics of stuff that could be fun and a little silly and just kind of grow interest for the DSO characters in general. Because I really think, especially based off of the ideas that we've been coming up with, me and the Discord and my husband have just been coming up with just an explosion of ideas for these people. And and they hit on so many different kinks and the DSOs themselves can, and hit on like any kink. Like I know that you like feet and tickling, I think based off of the name of the podcast. And yeah. like that could be a, like a DSO that like locks people in and tickles them or like makes them crazy. Cause they've been tickled so much or, or whatever. Like, you know, there's, there's so much, room for interesting situations to put anybody in like my ocs your ocs random people whatever like there's so much to do here there's so much potential and i think it just gets 
lost because I'm terrible at at actually broadcasting this stuff. So it's it's something I'm really, really trying to do. It was kind of my New Year's resolution, and it's something that I'm really pushing myself to do more now. Um, I sell merch based off of the King, uh, based off of Kingtober, based off of the um, OCs and, and different ideas. Um, I'm always looking for ideas for different like for things to make into merch um i also you do like have plush stuff like maybe uh i don't know where to do plush stuff i i would love to do that that would be so much fun to like come up with especially gnome plushes i think that that's what i was really thinking cute. i was like oh my god i would love a gnome, a gnome plush. <laughs> i do have gnome sticker sheets what was that? Uh, and i'm trying to i have gnome sticker sheets oh neat yeah, um, and I have um, limited edition uh, Kinktober sticker sheets and stuff. Uh, last year was witchy stuff, and it was like, you know, magic witchy gnomes doing different stuff. And then one of Heidi, my mouse OC, being yeah. like a cheese witch or whatever. Um, this next year, I think we're going to go with like, classic horror movie monster or something like that like a mummy and like a frankenstein you know like that kind of stuff oh like like 1930s era yeah yeah like original like just the base basic horror kind of uh kind of monsters i think that could be really fun like a vampire month or something for kinktober but that that, that's something we're really wanting to start up is doing sticker sheets and and doing merch and stuff revolving around kinktober and then having that only be available from like september to the end of december and then cutting that off and having a new sticker sheet like every year so that way you know if you if you want to collect things from kinktober it's something to collect from kinktober you know uh, instead of just having the pictures or just the writing it's like you also get a little collection of physical like physical proof of kinktober or like like a little token for kinktober yeah that that sounds good especially if um like i I don't want to predict the worst here but uh, you know, like I, I know that a lot of places like Twitter, OnlyFans, um, even DA to some extent have been kicking off creators like mad for no reason. Yeah. So that would also yeah. be good to have, especially with purges going on. True. Yeah, that that's become a real point of contention. I'm uh, in a server with some other, you know, bondage artists and stuff, and it's like, it's it's something we all end up talking about at some point, like one point or another, because it's like, well, watch out this, <laughs> this, yeah, my last guest was talking about that posting is like, huh? My last guest Sorry? on this podcast was talking about that. Oh, really? Yeah. He, he was saying how he's tried out different things and he randomly has to leave because he gets banned or something or, yeah. you know, gets reported for stupid things. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, DA is annoying, but um, so far it seems like I'm I'm trying to keep it, I'm, I'm keeping it relatively okay. But then I I heard the other day that like things with hanging and stuff is like getting people kicked off, and it's like okay, yeah, I guess <laughs> like you know like I know that might be like rougher than maybe people who are listening to the podcast might like, but um, 
yeah, stuff like that, like real peril stuff that they don't like. But yeah, it, it's just it's it's frustrating. On on Twitter, I've been shadow banned forever, um, and I'm so shadow banned that even if you look me up in the search bar, I won't pop up. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, like I I'm. I, it's like I don't exist. So the only way my stuff gets around and gets any kind of traction at all is if people who follow me see it and then retweet it or something. Um, the, the stuff just doesn't go up. You know, I have a safer work one. Um, and hopefully I'll be getting more stuff on there because of the DSO comics I've been talking about that are kind of do silly. And stuff. Would you do something like, like a personal website? Like I know there are so many personal website creators nowadays like you know maybe to save your work just in case like you get like atom bombed everywhere yeah actually that is uh something that i have considered before i even made one at one point um but i'm not super good technologically um well neither am i but i tried wix and it was easy for me fair i mean the setting it up part was not the issue it was like you know the, the getting it going uh but i was running into issues if i remember on like how to add pictures in in a time because i needed like a gallery area right and, and an easy way to add in information oh, yeah. and that well, kind of stuff well, and the I, thing I, that I, just, I was talking about wix they yeah. they have like pre-made gallery stuff all you have to do is add it in oh, and you can add your okay. pictures yeah, okay, you can create a whole like they have specific photography templates where you can just have a template and you can just put anything you want in it. Hmm, I might have to look into it again. This is like I, you know, I it's been years since yeah. I did this, so I, you know, it may. I totally believe I'm. I will definitely have to look that into that again. Yeah, I, I know Wix like is free unless you just... get a domain. Oh, okay, got, got it. Yeah, I remember just running into that issue and it was just, it just ended up being the end, the beginning of the end. And I just was like, I don't want to pay for this anymore. And so I stopped paying for it and it went away. Yeah, I, as I long I as you don't, domain. yeah, as long as you don't get a domain, Wix is totally free and you can add as much content as you want. You can have multiple pages, you can have multiple get picture galleries. So is it friendly for not safe for work stuff? Yes, it is. Ah, sweet. Hell yeah. I'll definitely have to talk to my husband about that because it's, I would love to have an archive of all my, all my stuff just in a separate area, like in kind of its own chunk of, oh, you want to know something I've drawn? Go, here it is. Here's the whole lump sum of them all. Yeah. Yeah. Wix is very NSFW friendly. It, it's you know as long as you're not doing anything like purely illegal it, it's right right you, you know they're okay with it sweet i'm not like here you can have a picture and also some crack cocaine plus also you know you don't you don't have to have a domain name but if you do i think they charge you i think like a hundred bucks for like three years <laughs> oh damn okay hell yeah but but yeah, um, as far as people finding it, though, um, I, I know you have to pay to have it like come out like sooner on search engines. So oh, really? like, like like as far as that goes, it's not good with like 
putting it out there. Like, unless you don't want it out there, like if you don't want it out there on like Google or something, then, you know, that's good news because they don't do that. But like, if you want that though, you'd have to pay a little bit, you know. Fair. I probably would just um, advertise it. Yeah. Like everything else, you know, I, I try to advertise, cross advertise with, um, are you familiar with like Cardo? Cardo? Yes. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I have a Cardo that I put in my uh, descriptions because it's like, hey, I also post to like Newgrounds and stuff. Like my DA, I have to censor. On Newgrounds, I don't. So yeah, if you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. where's the uncensored version on DA? I'll be like, some people will post the uncensored so link. <laughs> Some people will post the uncensored link too. Like they'll get away with that. Fair. Like I, I don't know how long they got away with it, but I can remember finding a few censored artworks, and they're like, "Oh, if you want to see the uncensored, here's the link." I know that I have gotten in trouble in somewhere, but I don't know if it was DA. One issue. And this is just kind of like a wham, wham, baby, wham, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Is I use uh, Postyverb to post most of my stuff and schedule it out. So when it comes out on DA, it's the exact same time it's going up on, say, Newgrounds, right? Um, so I would have to go back through at some point and get the 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 thing, the link from Newgrounds, for example. And then wham, 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 I'd have to move it over. Big, yeah. Big big crying there but uh it wouldn't be per it wouldn't be fast and easy yeah it it wouldn't i agree yeah (laughs) um uh, okay well i guess that will be it for this episode um yeah that might not be a bad idea thank you so much for being on here i greatly appreciate it and um I i do need more um, people to come on more guests and i would love since since i do say it's the bisexual podcast I, I do need a lot more like females or like straight people coming on um so like if you know of anyone in the community who would like to be on please send them my way i sure will this was a lot of fun I'm, i thought it was super cool when you sent that message i had it up on my um on my tabs for like three days. Cause I was like, Oh man, this sounds so cool. But what's the catch? It's like, there probably isn't anytime something good happens. I'm like, but what, what if, you know? Oh yeah. So there, like there is a catch. Is the, there is a catch. The catch is you have to find me a red hair with glasses <laughs> and see if you can um, mail her to me. Uh, uh, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> keep my eyes. I'll get my peepers peeled. Uh, yeah i will uh I'll, I'll check around and see if any of my artist friends are up for a uh for a thing and then send them your way like let them know your da and stuff i think that sounds fun yeah that that sounds great and thank you so much for being on i greatly appreciate it i appreciate you sending the message i this was a lot of fun <laughs>